podcast. I'm here with my co-host Trig. It is Jack, and we have four quarters of NBA content for you. How are you doing today, Trig? We're hanging in there, man. It's Sunday. You know, Friendsgiving got a little wild last night. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of bottles of wine were uh, unfortunately ravished during the night. Um, you know, turkey still sucks. Vibes are great though. Vibes were great. The turkey was really bad. I don't know. I don't know. Do we blame Dylan or do we blame <laughs> Radke? I don't know who we blame for that one. But that was just, just, just dry turkey. Um, but yeah, a lot of wine. I yeah, think. that thing. Might as well have thrown some lube on that thing to get her, get her a little more moist. Yeah, we could have. We could have used a little more lube. Um, but you know, that's just that's just how it goes. Sometimes you know, you can't always get a great turkey. You know, turkeys are hard to cook. We're still young. We're not. We're not dads. We don't know how to make a turkey yet. We're no, just, still learning. I mean, even when we are dads, I'm still not sure we'll know how to make a turkey. Valid. valid. We're just gonna start making chicken wings on Thanksgiving. I think that should be the new thing. Maybe I the, agree, man. I think chicken wings should be the new Thanksgiving dish. Just grilled wings, Alden style. Or like ribs. Or ribs. Ribs would be another. Or, la- one. or lamb, as Alden likes to make. Ooh, lamb. Shout out Bosnia. Shout out Bosnia. Maybe we should have like a, a food a f- like a food critic that just comes on the show. We just have a food segment. Yeah, food that's in the shape of basketball. <laughs> well, um, well, well, yeah. Let's jump yeah, into we'll it. Jump on into it. I don't know why we're talking let's, about dry turkey. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. No. No wine sponsor tonight. Uh. Last night definitely did a toll on our bodies. We're feeling it today. We had a few glasses early in, earlier in the day to kind of keep the buzz going, but we're kind of... I mean, I fell asleep, so... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't miss much. You only lost the Vikings lose by 37, but... Just 37. No. But yeah, but, you know, we're just, we're just here to talk some ball. We don't need any wine tonight. No, we got each other. We have each other. We have all our viewers, and we have the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets. Great segment. So... A lot's been happening in Brooklyn over the last couple of days. Um, two of the biggest things are uh, Kyrie Irving returned and Kevin Durant made some interesting comments. Uh, which one do you want to really start with? I mean, seemed like Kyrie was getting a lot of support tonight. Uh, a lot of people were outside the arena um, standing for Kyrie. Did you know what they were chanting? They were like all chanting I something. Didn't, I could not tell what they were chanting. But, yeah, Kyrie's back. It'll be interesting to see how the team looks with him back in the court. Um, but, yeah, I really don't have much to say about it besides that. Because um, they looked great without him. So, it'll be interesting to kind of see how the, uh, how the chemistry how the chemistry may be affected uh, with Kyrie coming back. I mean, I, for one, am glad that Kyrie's back. I think... Uh... You know, he, he did whatever he needed to do within the organization to get back on the court, and I'm glad to see him back out there. He's my brother Elliot's favorite player ever, which I thought was kind of a hasty, kind of a big jump. Yeah, but, then he said Kanye's the best rapper ever. So we're sensing some trends with my brother that we might need to, we might need to, we might need to have a conversation. <laughs> I don't know. Um, he also loves Germany. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, and mustaches. <laughs> it's really... 
I don't know, kids, kids these days. But uh, yeah, Kyrie's back. That's good. Right now, uh, it's halftime for the for the Nets game. Um, but I guess we can move into KD's comments. KD's comments were really interesting. Oh, you're checking out the game. So KD, KD had some things to say, and uh, the biggest thing that he said, I'll I'll just say the whole quote. Um, his quote was, "Look at our starting lineup." Period. Edmund Summer, Royce O'Neal. Joe, Joe Harris, Nick Claxton, and me. It's not disrespect, but what are you expecting from that group? You expect us to win because I'm out there. Um, Trey, what are you just your first gut well, reactions? Royce right O'Neal had a triple double the other night, so there's one. 11, 11, 11. Angel numbers. Are, that's that's got to mean something. Like, yeah. That's, um, like, I don't know. I think he's just. He's giving it his all. I get what he's saying. Um, Katie can't carry this group by himself for sure. Um, I mean, a bright spot was Ben Simmons had his best game of the year, 15, 13, 7. Who would they play? Um, the other night, I can check it. Just give but, me a moment. Yeah, I mean, Nick Claxton is, I mean, he's a nice piece in, turning, in terms of, like, rebounding and He's a big body, but he's not scoring for you. Joe Harris hasn't looked, really hasn't looked good this year, and he's just a shooter. I mean, Edmund Summer has been a bright spot. Um, he's yeah, Sumner Sumner's looked good, but yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, this is definitely the worst, probably the worst lineup we've seen KD playing on in his career. So it's tough, man. I mean, he can only do so much. He's done his. He's done a good job keeping them in games, but what can you do? You can't you're not Superman? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like KD is uh, is not looked, LeBron. He's he's looked upon in this light that he's one of the greatest in our game, and if you just look at other players that have had. So, like, let's just take for example. I mean, LeBron brought that 2007 team to the finals, and his. Best teammate was who? Mo was. I don't even think. Uh, Mo Williams, I'm not even sure, was on the team then. No, it was like Daniel Gibson. Larry Hughes. Larry Hughes, Anderson Verajao, Drew, Drew Gooden. Gooden. And he brought them to the finals, and I don't I don't think LeBron was making comments about it. And uh, I don't know, it's like Kevin Durant no longer has three Hall of Famers next to him. He also doesn't give a fuck. That man's got no filter. He'll say what he wants to say. I know, it's just like, just because you don't have three Hall of Famers next to you doesn't mean you can, like, like yeah, we expect you to win because you're on the court. You're a part of the top 75 players of all time. We expect you to win because you're on the court. Joel's nope. won games with Melton and, like, or without, he's won games without James Harden and Maxi. Yeah, and and he and he's not fucking coming out saying that he has no help or whatever and that he's on a bad starting lineup. And I think it's just a, it's a bad taste. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Um, I just don't know why you would like. This is one of those things that, like in two K, when you have an opportunity to respond to a reporter, and, and you <laughs> yeah. make the response. And team is, chemistry just went down. Yeah, this is minus ten percent. Fans, fans went up though. Fans went up. Team chemistry went down. Uh, it's just I don't I don't like it. He pressed the top option. Yeah, and top option is always you know the self centered, egotistical option. And I just don't think he has like the you know like he's balding. He can't be talking about. How bad is starting? Like you need to worry about what you can worry about, and I don't know. I just don't like it. I I don't know. 
obviously I think that's a pretty that's the most people are saying they don't like it, and I get it. I mean, like you have Ben Simmons on the bench. I mean, like I don't know why he didn't mention Kyrie. Like uh, Kyrie has gone three games, and he's like just scared of everything. T.J. Warren is injured; he's coming back soon. I don't know. I just, uh, I just think he's kind of a baby. You know, uh, he's the triple B's baby back bitch. Mmm, mmm. I thought this was gonna be a big baller brand reference, but no, baby back bitch. Do you still have that big baller brand sweatshirt? Yes. One day it'll it'll hold value, and one day it'll be worth hundreds of dollars. Dude, I... It's an OG big baller brand sweatshirt with the gold gold logo. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, uh, yeah, I don't really know. I mean, the Brooklyn Brooklyn hasn't got off to that great of a start this year. Let's see, they are they're sitting at a tenth in the East. They're seven and nine. It's like, yeah, you're not playing well, but th- is that really an opportunity just to like shit on your teammates? It's just kind of like, I don't, I don't, I just, I don't get it, man. It's just like not. Yeah, they're fine. They're fine right now. I mean, you have Kyrie coming back. It's a long season. You're sitting at seven and nine. Not horrible by any means. No, it's definitely really- got plenty of ground to make up for. But yeah, I mean, any other comments on this issue? Uh. Nah, man. Other than Kevin Durant's a baby back bitch. Free Kyrie. Glad he's back. That's kind of how I see the Brooklyn Nets right. I mean, like, I'm happy Ben Simmons is starting to get his, his game back. He had a really good game the other night. Um, like, Didn't miss a shot either. No. And let's see if we can just look at first. All were probably about two feet away from the rim, but did not miss one. If we want to look at just first half stats from the... Uh, from the game that's happening right now, Ben Simmons is the leading scorer on the Brooklyn Nets right now. With how many points? He has 14 points, three rebounds, and two assists, a steal on seven and nine shooting. He's back. And three three pointers. I'm kidding. That was, that was a joke. Was, <laughs> he's back. Yeah, like uh, he's their starting center, which I think is a little ridiculous. But I kind of that's a lineup I don't mind though. That should have been their starting lineup going into the season, Ben at, ben at the five. Yeah. I don't, like, maybe Claxton is out. Maybe that's why he's, yeah, Claxton's inactive right now, personal reasons. So I don't I don't even want to begin to know what that means. Well, um, yeah, if, if that's it, we can kind of we can kind of slide into our, uh, our second quarter topic, if you're ready. Yeah, the beam team. The beam team. The Sacramento Kings, man, they, uh, over the offseason, fans were uh, really big on Twitter saying that they're going to be over 500, uh, which hasn't been done for a while. And I think their over-under going into the year was like 33, 33. 33 and a half or and something. Zach Lowe said, punch the over on that. If you're a betting man, punch that over before the season. And, um, and we're not gambling men, so we don't do that kind of stuff. Hell no. <laughs> Gambling's a sin. It's yeah, it's one of the seven deadly sins. It's lust, gluttony, wrath. And Mike Brown is a man of God. Yeah, so uh the Zach Lowe podcast had a really good segment segment about the Kings. Um he had Matt Barnes on. Definitely worth the listen. And so just doing some background uh statistical research, the Kings have the second best offensive rating in the league. Right, second to the Celtics. Um, on top of that, they have they are top five in assist percentage, so they're passing the ball great. 
They have two players averaging over six assists in De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis. Um, their players, like, their offense is just flowing. They're a fun team to watch. And they have shooters all, like Monk, Huerter, um, and then, of course, their rookie, who's Keegan Murray. Yep. And De'Aaron Fox is taking the leap. He's taking the leap uh, defensively, and he's leading this team. And this is kind of what the hope was. He's shooting the ball better than he's ever have has to. Um, I mean, if their record holds up, De'Aaron Fox could actually be an all-star this year. Um, a lot of people are waiting for him to take the leap and become more of a vocal leader. He's definitely done that this year. The shooting's uh, drastically improved. Uh, he's passing the ball a little bit more. Um so yeah, we. I mean, it's 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 fun to watch. Darren Fox is a fun player. Um, the defense has been huge for him. I mean, he's the fastest player on the court. So you'd think you he can he could be like a just a menace on defense as well. Like he can keep up with anyone, and he's super athletic. So um, yeah, we're really starting to see De'Aaron's take form this year. This isn't this isn't a good defensive team, but I think. I mean, the ratings don't show, I don't think, give them enough justice. I think they are they should get a little better throughout the year. I think uh, with some more games, things will even out. I think they can definitely end up in the middle of the pack. But, yeah, I mean, when they, a lot of people were, like, kind of bewildered that they didn't draft Jaden Ivey, but I think, I mean, they went for a guy in Keegan Murray that fits their system. I got a stretch four that could shoot the three. And he hasn't looked as good as he did in the preseason, the summer league. He was absolutely tearing up in the preseason, the summer league. But he's still doing okay. Um, he's still a rookie. But he really was. They really went with the best fit win now player. Because um, this team wants to win. They they don't want to do another project. And, they, I mean, they have a bunch of guards. They got Huerter. They got Monk. who have been, Huerter's having a an unbelievable shooting season. Um, Monk has been amazing off the bench. Could definitely end up being the sixth man of the year race. Um, Kevin, Kevin Huerter is shooting like at he's like fifty percent from three, like on like very high volume. Yeah, and he's it's not like he's just spotting up. He's also he's he's dribbling the ball and he's taking it for his own threes. He's not just standing in the corner. I believe he's like number one or number two in three point percentage um, from anywhere but the corners. So like the you know the the half the half sides and the from straight yeah. away, which is like I don't know. I remember the the red rocket and he his red hair looked really good with the with the Hawks and I didn't know how it was gonna look in the in the purple Jays. But yeah, he's having the, I mean he's having the best year of his career. Best year of his career and his headband does look a little goofy, but I love it. We're but here for it. We're here for it. He's, he's, it's, yeah, this seems fun. And the record doesn't exactly uh, show how. There's been a couple of games they were screwed out of, like that Warriors game. Um, there's another one I can't think of on the top of my head. But this team could easily be like a 9-4 and four team right now. They're about, um, they're about to be 9-6. and six. They're beating the Pistons right now, the minute left in the fourth. So... They're, if they're if that stands nine and six, that's uh. Or they'd be like. What are they? Well, they're eight and six right now. But. Yeah, so nine and four doesn't make sense. I don't know what that number was. It felt right. Uh, but yeah. yeah, they could be like they could be like four. They could easily be four games above five hundred. Um. But yeah, 
Um, let's see, they're going to be fun to watch this year. Definitely a team to keep an eye on. Um, going to the year, I kind of had them at that play-in area. I mean, the West is really tough. I think they're probably still going to hover right around that play-in area. But, I mean, this team could easily be a 40-win team for the first time in, uh, in a long time. So, it's cool to watch. You know, we always have known Sacramento is kind of a poverty franchise where good players go to die. But, um, I mean, I think the pregame prayer prayer services have been working. <laughs> we know Mike Brown is... Uh, the John Stowe favorite, uh, a true a true Catholic. No, that's that's uh, that's not Mike Brown. Yeah, it is. No, that's Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson. Oh my God. Wrong, wrong, wrong guy. Wrong ex Warriors coach. This whole time, I mean, I've already made like two Bible jokes. I feel like in this segment, <laughs> two God jokes. So, all right, erase all that. Yeah, we'll we'll edit that out. Um, yeah, um, yeah, man. Sabonis so has been. Again, I mean, he could be on the All Star watch too. He's having another, yeah, another tw- good year. Twenty ten and like over six. six. Yeah, I mean, well, like that's All Star numbers. So they have a, they have a couple guys in the starting lineup that, that can really move the ball well. Like it, it's so like it works so well for, the, for them to have a post player that could pass like some bonus when you have shooters just mm-hmm. all around you, and then a guy that can literally just go dominate in the paint if he needs to. Yeah. Um. Not a great three point shooter, but a great good mid range shooter. He's a mid range shooter. He I think he's shooting like under twenty percent from three. So like he's obviously not a stretch the the court kind of guy, but that's not but, what they need him to be. I mean he gets enough attention to where like he's guys are able to get open because teams um are locked in on Sabonis down low. And he's just a guy that makes makes all the right reads and um yeah, he's he's a good he's really a great fit for, for the squad. They've done a good job of, uh, in the past, they just have not done a good job of really just um, kind of like building around their good players. It seems like they've just gotten players to get players. and It's never really fit until this year, like their signings and the way they drafted. It's made sense. And their other guard, too, you have Davion Mitchell, who's a really, really good defender. His offensive game obviously still needs a lot of work, but. It's growing. He's young. Um, I mean. Yeah, you you got you got guards that can guard for once. Um, so yeah, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting season for the Kings. Kings fans have uh, definitely have some something to look forward to. And I, I will say, um, I think the best the, we call them the Beam Team, and I think I think every NBA team should have a beam. I think. They got a lot of. They got made fun of a lot for having this beam. So if you don't know, yeah, a people are making jokes like, yeah, just to see it go off like thirty times. <laughs> so there's this beam that shoots, or not even thirty times a year because it's only at home. Yeah, like <laughs> ten. So this beam that shoots out of the middle of their stadium, um, this big bright purple beam into the Sacramento night sky, um, after every time that they win at home, and. It seemed kind of cheesy when it came out, and everyone made fun of him. But like, I, I think it's cool. Like, I would, I think it'd be fun to see if like, if your home hometown franchise had a beam. It's like the bat signal, man. It's dope. Yeah, it is. It's the bat. It, that's what it is. It's Batman. We need you. But instead, it's we just punk your ass. And yep. the Sacramento Kings. Yeah, dude. Purple skies are sick. I mean, are they are they polluting our air? We don't know. We don't know. But. 
It looks cool. And that uh, that brings us into our sponsor, Boeing Aircrafts. Um, <laughs> Boeing Aircrafts are not polluting the sky. And no, but uh, yeah, the Kings are fun. I think it's obviously way too early to say anything about the playoffs, but they're the sixth uh, best team in three point percentage. So they're shooting the ball well. They're scoring. They're scoring the ball well. I believe they have the second best offensive rating. They're averaging the most points per game. Yeah, like that's that's winning basketball. Like yeah, I mean the NBA now their is, defense like they're letting up a lot of points, but they're outscoring everyone. And that's and it's like the NBA now is all about you know they definitely need shooting to, threes. They definitely need to improve that defensive rating. And um, I mean right now, how many points do the Pistons have on them? Um. I mean, they are the Pistons, so it's like the Pistons. 129. I mean, the Kings are up by six, but like, I mean, that that kind of basketball is definitely only sustainable for so long. Um, you you can't let the Detroit Pistons without Cade Cunningham score 129 points on you. Yeah, that's that's bad. Like every like Kevin Knox even has double digit points in this game. That's crazy. Like, yeah. You can't be allowed. Like how do, how I like your defense can be bad, but Kevin Knox having 11 points bad. Like that's. But yeah, it should it should come around. They should be able to gel a little bit more, and because if they can get that defense to be at least average, this could be a sustainable team for that sure. Could, that could for like lock in a play in. They don't need to be good. They just need to be average on defense. Just average. You know, you don't have yeah. You don't need to blow any. Don't blow. You have the best offense in the league. Who cares if you're you know? Who cares if you're sixteenth on defense? You know. Yeah, I mean they do a lot of creative stuff with their offense. I mean. Mike Brown is definitely, um, you know, a lot of people thought he was uncreative, and he's definitely, that was, like, one thing that Barnes talked about in the podcast with Zach, Zach Lowe, um, that their, yeah, their um, their offense has, like, just looked really creative this year, and um, we're definitely seeing, like, a little, like, taste of the, the primetime Warriors. Yeah. Just with all the shooting and... A little um, taste, definitely. The bonus is kind of plays like a Draymond role, but he can actually score. Um, so it's it's cool to see. But um, yeah, I think unless you have any other comments, I think we're ready to transition. We're about to go into, ready to go into halftime here. I'm gonna smoke a dart. Yep, we're gonna smoke a dart. We're gonna we're gonna call uh, Eric. Is Eric our dart man? Oh okay, no, not this. No, forget, no, no. I forget no. how that works. Eric. No, no. It's no shout out, Derek. Um, no. well, all right. Well, yeah. We'll uh, hit a little halftime break, and we'll come back to you in just a moment. Welcome back. Halftime is over. Uh, our next topic, third quarter of this podcast, is a tank-a-thon update. We're checking in on the tanking teams. Yeah, we had a. Yeah, we haven't done a tank-a-thon yet. You can tell me, darts. I smoked a halftime. I smoked at least half a pack. Now I sound like Tom Thibodeau. No, just kidding. I'm a non-smoker. Loon Max is only. Big vape guy, but yeah, I feel like we just we haven't talked about 
We haven't got a tank update yet this year. Mm-mm. The thing is, kind of time we start we start talking about it and see where these teams see where these teams sit. It's early, but uh, I think I think there's some uh, you know just talking about the top seven or eight teams in terms of the draft order and just kind of light overview of what what's happening with them and what's what's it gonna look like come come June when the when the ping pong balls start dropping. Um, any any uh, big thoughts before we before we uh, kind of needle pick? Uh, dude, it's. I mean, you look at the top three teams and Detroit, Houston, Charlotte. The two commonalities here. Um, the Cade Cunningham's been out for the Pistons. So the Pistons have been dropping games. Lamelo's basically been out all year. He just re-injured that same ankle. But he's been out all year for the for Charlotte. And man, if I'm them, I'm letting those guys get their rest. Because I mean going into the year we knew Charlotte wasn't gonna be shit without Miles Bridges. Um Detroit's worse than I expected. But um and like we were saying, Cade's been hurt this year with his shin. Um, so they're sitting at the top right now, and holy shit. If that team got Women Yama with Jay Nivey and Cade Cunningham, Jalen Duran, like Give it, give them like four to six seasons, maybe like three to five. This team will win championships. If if they, yeah, I mean, I think if I don't think Victor should be playing center in the NBA. I think he'll be a power forward. I think he's best as as a stretch four for sure. I just think with his, unless he, I mean, like he's listed at two thirty, but he's so tall. There might even be times where teams like will play him at the three. You definitely could. I mean, look what the Magic are doing. They're playing like. It's like Bull Bull, Wendell Carter Jr. and uh, just because like Victor's skill enough, he's just a taller Kevin Durant. I mean, he can guard out there, he can dribble, he can shoot from out there. So if T like you can throw in a monster huge lineup and literally have Victor playing the three, it could work. Um, or if you want to go small, put him at the five. Like, I mean, small I meaning a se- a seven two small. Yeah, I mean he he's just huge. doesn't he doesn't play like he yeah. Um, or seven four. He's he's, he's like list, he's, he's not seven two. He's not seven two. He's listed at seven two. He's like seven three seven four. And he's still growing. He's 18. he's inches taller than Ruby Rudy. So if Detroit got him, it'd be great for them. And even if the Rockets got him, they can put him at the four because they have uh, Singoon. Uh, yeah, and Singoon can play the five. He'd fit great in there. Well, no, I. Th- well, they have Jabari. Oh, they do have Jabari. And Jabari's kind of a four too, so that would get interesting. That would be tough. But maybe they to. maybe that's when they would try out the the three bigs. I mean, you you'd have to draft them. Yeah, of course you have to. I mean, it'd be weird for the Houston to get the number one pick, and they already have Jalen Green, and I think they like Kevin Porter. I mean, I like Kevin Porter. I mean, Scoot's probably better than his, than Kevin. I mean. But right away, though, I don't know. Kevin Porter is, like... He's playing good. He's playing good, and he, he's, like, he's a good all-around guy. I mean, not, he doesn't play defense, but, like, in terms... He can get, like... He can go out and get a triple-double or get, like, damn near triple-doubles. Um, gets... Yeah, he passed the ball well. Um, well, you're just you're just speaking nicely of him because he's on your fantasy team, right? True, yes. I've been, I've been monitoring his season, and... I mean, yeah, he's solid. So it would be interesting if they end up with another guard. 
I mean, yeah, Porter's put up 19-6 six and 6 right now. Um, so, he's, yeah, he's having a, having a solid year. Um, I, I, I do think the – I think – and we were talking about this. But, like, if you're at the two-pick, even if you have all those guards, like, you draft Scoot. Yeah. Um, I mean, we haven't seen much of college yet, so we don't really know if, uh, if the Duke guy, Whitehead, ends up turning into something. Uh, but I do. We've been we've been talking about this off air, and we think that the Hornets would be the best landing spot oh, for Victor. Dude, the league would love it for Lamelo and Victor when Manana are on the same team. Oh my god, every game would be sold out. Like that would just be fun. Like that'd be fun basketball, and they would be perfect to get together too. Yeah. Oh my god, just two larger players for their size. Lamelo's a great passer. He plays well with bigs. I mean. He'd be able to get Victor so many open looks, um, throwing up lobs. It would be so fun to watch. Um, and then you'd be, I mean, Charlotte's future would literally just shift. Yeah, because right now, right now, Charlotte's future is looking bleak. Like, yeah, Miles Bridges is gone. He's in. He might be getting traded. I don't. I don't know how that works, but they're thinking like he's been in trade offers right now. But how does that work? They rescinded the qualifying offer. He's on their team. They rescinded the qualifying offer. I, I well, they've been. He's a restricted free they've, agent. They've been fielding offers for him. So they would. It would be a sign and trade. I, I don't exactly know how. He's a restricted free agent. I don't know. I don't know how it works in terms of his contract, but they've been getting offers for him from, like, the Lakers and another team that I can't remember. I heard there was interest, like, that the Lakers would try to go... Because he... There wouldn't be any trades. He can get signed. He's a restricted free agent right now. Interesting. So, like... I mean, a team would just give him an offer and Charlotte would have the opportunity to match. To match it, okay. Um, Yeah, I I think I would love... I mean, obviously, my... Hometown team is in the Western Conference, so I would love for Victor to end up in the East. So I think the Hornets would be. I mean, like the NBA is rigged. I mean, Detroit so. or Charlotte would be just electric. Um, Det- Detroit is too like it, it's that's too much. Like it, he's not going to Detroit. Why? Just cause like that's not how the NBA works. They're gonna put him like how like who is because this kid is like ratings like. I mean, Zion went to a small market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's possible. I mean, he's going to go to a small market either way. I, yeah, I mean, like... I mean, if somehow the Lakers just end up just doing even worse, and if somehow the Hornets end up with the top pick, holy shit, that would be absolutely nuts. <laughs> Zion and Victor, like in this, it would be absolutely insane. I don't think um, I don't think that's legal. I don't, I just, like, I don't think that can happen. I just happen. really hope he doesn't go to Houston. That just wouldn't be fun. I would even enjoy him. Enjoy, I mean, same as San Antonio. I really hope he doesn't go to San Antonio. Um, it just wouldn't be fun. Orlando would be fun. I could, I could get on board with that. Well, Orlando, so if you're looking at the – check out Tankathon, great website. Orlando has the Chicago Bulls pick from the, uh, from the trade they made a couple years ago. and They're going to get two picks maybe in the lottery this year. The way it's looking as of right now, obviously very early, the – they have two picks in the top seven right now, which, with their already very young team with a you know a lot of potential, is ridiculous. Like, and then let's see, that's one. Yeah, and then of course the Lakers pick. I mean, should we uh, should we throw a quick 
a, a quick sim lottery button and yeah, see. Yeah, do it. Let's just see where the where the Dude, where the where the I balls love drop. I love this shit. All right, we're sim lottery. All right, lottery. and the first pick of the 2023 draft goes to the Magic. Whoa, Paolo and Wembenyama. And what if they just say fuck it? We're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go. Jalen Suggs, Bull Bull, <laughs> Victor Wembanyama, Wendell Carter, and Paolo. Wow. I mean, I prefer Martel Fultz over Jalen Suggs for the, okay. starting, for the starting point guard job, but that's just that's just, if he's healthy. But yeah, so look at that. Look at just. Uh, wow. All right. Do another one. Do another one. And, oh, not? Houston gets a two pick again, so they get scoop. Okay. All right, let's see what happens. Whoa! Out of nowhere, Miami gets the top pick. We did another Sim and Victor. And Wemba Scoot goes to the Magic. Okay, well, we all know Miami's going to be in the playoffs, so it's not going to happen. Yeah, but. that's the. We'll do it one last time. Third time's a Third charm. Third time's a charm. Ooh, Houston and Charlotte gets Scoot. Well, sure, I guess that'd be interesting you if Charlotte. Yeah, I mean, you could play LaMelo and him next to each other. I think you could. Uh, you'd have to. How many, how many button clicks does it take for the Hornets to win it? We'll see. I want the Hornets to. I want the Hornets to get Victor. That's just how I feel. There's no easy way around it. Um, wait, how did? Oh, top three. That's how. That's the only. Oh way. yes, that's we it. keep our pick. It's the only way the Bulls are keeping their pick if it lands in the top four. Um, All right. Yes, Wembenyama goes to Chicago. The Bulls are back. Wow. Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Lonzo Ball, Victor Women, Yama. Wow. Imagine that, Chicago. Imagine that primetime Bulls basketball is back. Oh. Yeah, that's 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 not happening. Don't kill my Okay, dreams. there we go. So yep, and now he goes to the Hornets. It took six times. That's what we're leaving it at. We're leaving it at. This is, this is the draft right here. That's it. That's yeah. what's going to happen. So Tankathon is saying that. There's a chance. There's a chance. There's a chance. I don't talk about Charlotte. Talk about Chicago. Oh, oh Chicago. There's a chance. There's a if chance. we just tank, if you which, just tank, which, like you have to take really bad, like really, like really hard. Which I'm not gonna, not gonna have a manic episode on this episode. Um, maybe next week, but the bull should tank. Next topic. Or let's do one more. I'm just bored. Oh, it's glitching. We've done too many. We've done too many. Orlando again. Well, um, and scoot to New Orleans would be very interesting. That'd be cool. Well, we can keep clicking this button. You guys can do this at home and have some fun. But I think we should uh, jump into our yeah something that everyone can do. I think we should jump into our first. What did you call it? Segment like a little fun segment. Mm. We haven't done one this season. We used to, we did a few last season. Um. Yeah, yeah, let's like, uh, so what me and Jack are going to do here, we're going to draft a starting five of players to never average 20 points per game. We're about to see some gritty lineups here, people. Do you want to start? Um, we don't have a, do we have a coin? I think I have a coin somewhere. No, you start. You start, man. It's all you. No, I have a coin somewhere. We have to flip a coin. We're not, we're not losers. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll let you call it on the air because yep. we're recording at my home. Um, so let's see. Our our tails is actually a Connecticut um, tree. Uh, it's called the the Charter Oak. Yeah, I'd climb that tree. Alrighty, and that's some good wood. That's some good wood. Alright, give it a flip. You call it in the air. Tails never fails. 
And it's tails. All right. Would you like the first pick? Would you like the second first pick? First pick of the the under 20 points per game squad is going to be Chauncey Billups. Wow. As my point guard. Wow. That's a, cha- a champion, an all-around floor general, a menace on defense, a ch- yeah, champion, all-star, Easy, easy one, Chauncey Billups. That's your number one pick. Okay, um, it's a great number one pick. All right, so I did a little research, and um, so if you're gonna go Chauncey, <coughs> I'm gonna want to go someone that can play some good defense and. I already know you're gonna pick. And also distribute the rock. Can um, I guess it? Um, sure. Is it Rondo? No. I'm shocked you didn't pick Rondo. He's supposed to be one of your favorite players ever. Yes, yes. And you didn't pick Rondo as your point guard? I'm going Jason Kidd. Okay, that's a good pick. Yeah, that's a good pick. Jason Kidd single-handedly led the the Nets to the finals against the Lakers in 2000. And uh, this guy's also championship caliber. And I think Jason Wow, Kidd. no love for Kenny Martin? Well, I, I mean, it was Jason Kidd. I don't know why I really just jumped in with a point guard that, that quick. I, I, that was probably a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Next pick. Um, next guy I'm going to pick. I'm going uh, a Chicago Bull favorite. Uh, watched him all the time growing up. There might be a couple Bulls on my team, but um, this guy was an all-star, an all, a great shooter, phenomenal defender, was uh, – a lot of times, a uh, second fiddle to Derrick Rose. Mm. We're going Luol Dang. Luol Dang. He averaged 19, but he never averaged 20. Luol Dang, look at that. I think he's still on the Lakers payroll. No, he's off it now. That was a joke. All right, so my... Uh, but, oh, yeah. My... Heard he's a real estate mongol. My second pick is going to be... Ooh, how do I how do I go with this one? This is... I'm going to take... Hmm. Let's see. This is this is interesting. This is interesting. I'm gonna go with Bill Russell. Bill Russell. That's where I'm going. Just a defensive juggernaut at the five. Okay, so we're going way back. He never averaged twenty. I know he game. averaged like eighteen something. Was his highest? Was his highest? Uh, was his highest points per game? So yeah, Jason Kidd, Bill Russell. That's how I'm starting this okay. off. Let's go your let's go your third pick. I'm gonna go with another defensive juggernaut, another champion, um multi multiple time all star. Going Draymond Green. Wow, I like it. That's gritty. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of defense on these teams. Well, tell you that. Naturally, naturally. Um, okay, Draymond Green. I like that. You have a nice... Maybe he'll punch Bill Russell in the face and call him an old fuck. Who knows? <laughs> if we're lucky. Satel, you probably say you'll never win. You could never win in this era. Never. Um, Draymond Green. Okay, that's gritty. Um, hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait on my power forward spot okay. until I see your team round out. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to take... Manu Ginobili. Ginobili, the Argentinian. Nobly. I had a couple ideas. Um, once after you, after you, uh, after you take your next shooting guard, I'll I'll let you know who I was thinking. But uh, 
Manu Ginobili at, the, at my two guard. I think a team. My team is going to need offense, and I think uh, Manu Ginobili as kind of you know the first, second, one A, one B with Jason Kidd. I think would work. Very smart player, high Another IQ. Another great ball handler as well. Great ball handler, high IQ. Yeah. So uh, for your fourth pick. Do you, uh, where We're do you going want to... with another Bulls player I grew up watching, Ooh. a defensive player of the year, um, just an overall just, just gritty dude, damn near single-handedly led the Bulls to the playoffs, was getting triple doubles as a center, um, was just electric all the time, loved the ponytail, um, a, a champion in college under... Billy Donovan at Florida, um, just an all-time favorite player of mine, Joe Keem Noah. Wow. Wow, you have so much defense. I have so team. much defense. So much defense. I might score 80 points, but you're not You're <laughs> not going to get above 70. All right, all right. I, 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 I fuck with it. Um, so I'm going to go with a guy. I'm going to take my three spot right now. And I'm going to take a player that he once played for the Timberwolves. Um, he spent the majority of his career on a, another Northwest divisional rival team. This guy has the coolest tattoo of any NBA player to ever grace the court. Okay. I'm going with the Russian, AK-47, Andre Karolinko. At the wow. Point. I like that. I like that. Andre Karolinko. So to round out your team, what what position do you need? You need a shooting guard. Uh, I'm kind of struggling with right now. I that can't. Was, that was the one position. I can think of more point guards, but I kind of want to go shooting guard. Um, I can't wait for you to choose your option, and then I'm going to give you two players that you could have taken, and you're going to get pissed. I might just say screw it and just go more defense. Another defensive player who's in, <laughs> who's scoring on your team right now. Just, Dude, Ch- just Chauncey? Chauncey and Luol. Okay, okay, okay. Joe King can score if he needs to. Okay, so who who are you thinking? Because right now, your your Google search of best shooting guards <laughs> never averaged 20 <laughs> points per game. The Reddit streams aren't helping. The Reddit streams did not did not help. Um, you you go. You go first. No, you, no, no. no that, dude, this is how the draft works. Yeah, you're right, you're right. You, you flip the coin. Is this how it's going to Mati was like the only one I could like think of. I have two more right here. I have two more guys and I and you're going to take your pick and then I'm going to make fun of you. So the the you know the the clock is the clock is dwindling. You don't you don't understand what time. Uh, I was I was going to try to pick Drew Holiday but he averaged 21 points per game one year. Ooh. So I couldn't take him. Um dun, 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 If I just go pure shooter. Dun, 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 dun. Okay. Um, Time, time's up. Time's up. We need a pick. Okay. Yep. Okay. I got you. Um. Let me let me make sure this player. I got one in my head. Let me make sure they never average twenty points per game. I know if they did or not. Just say it. Just say it. I know if they did or not. What? Oh, he did. Damn it. Uh, who are you? Who are you thinking? Stephen Jackson. Oh, that would have been gritty. That would have been actually that would have been a perfect addition. Yeah, to team. my team would all smoke weed together and shit. It'd be dope. All right, well, come on. We need a, we need a pick. Get Fuck off. it. Get. I'm I'm just going even more defense. I'm gonna go with um just prime Tony Allen. 
Wow. Oh my, <laughs> my team will not score, but they will wow. be. This team will fight till the end. They'll be gritty as hell. Um, we have guys. We have a. We have a, like all NBA defenders at every position. Okay, so do you want to know the two players that I wish you would have taken? Who? Because you desperately need offense. Who? Um, my first idea was J.R. Smith, and my second idea was Kyle Korver. I thought I Korver came in my mind. Korver was in the back of my head. And I just people, I just didn't want to draft too many Bulls players. <laughs> um, that would have been maybe a little bit too much. Oh, oh, oh no! Oh my God! You know who I? Oh my God! I fucked up. Oh my god. So you know who I should have taken? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I get to rescind my pick. Iggy. Iguodala? No, he's averaged 20 points. No, that. he didn't. I guarantee His you. His highest was 19.9, I'm pretty sure. Nah, man. I swear to god. No, he, he averaged 20 at least one. Yeah. No, he didn't. 19.9! 19.9! Wow. I, I'm changing it. No, you can't. You, Fine. You, you already made your pick. So I should have picked Iggy. I should have picked Iggy to play the two. So, my fuck JRS. I mean, <laughs> dude plays no defense. He'd be sel- he'd be a selfish player. He's your sixth man. I don't want him on my team. He's my sixth man. So I have my final pick, and I need a four. And I have two options right now. Do I go offense or do or do I go defense? That's what I'm thinking. And just pick Dennis Rodman and be over with it. Dennis Rodman is who I was thinking. Um, I like Dennis. But I'm going to go a different route because this person is just going to have to guard Draymond Green, so they're not really guarding an offensive threat. I'm going to go with a guy that was a primetime player. Okay. One of the most fun guys to watch with the ball. Brian Scalabrini? Sadly, his career was cut short due to drugs and associations with the Kardashians. I'm going with Lamar Odom. Ooh, I do love that pick. Uh. So there we got it. We drafted our team. I'll uh, trade starting lineup. Chauncey Billups, Tony Allen, Luol Dang, Draymond Green, and Joakim Noah. That's just, that's just five defenders that you can't even – that's insane. So yeah. I, had to, I had to try to get around that because I just didn't want a defensive versus defensive matchup. So then I went with Jason Kidd, Manu Ginobili, Andre you Kirilico, have like three ball handlers. Lamar Odom and Bill Russell. Yeah, I want guys that can pass. I want I want a nice motion offense, and all of them are solid defenders. Lamar is like the one weak spot defensively, but I'm not really worried about him trying to guard Draymond Green. No. No, I'm not. Yeah. Well, um, I like that pick. I honestly, yeah. Kind of shot you there. Um, well, that's, that's that's all we have for this week. Um, I I think we'll we'll run a. We'll run a Sims. Also, a couple other players that average under 20 points per game that I was Steve thinking Nash. About. Steve Nash. Um, John Stockton. Yep. Another guy. And then the other small forward I was thinking of taking was Tayshawn Prince. I thought he would have been a cool one, too. Yeah. 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 All, all good options. Um, oh, Ben Wallace. I was thinking about Ben Wallace at the center position That'd as well. That would be gritty. But I thought Bill Russell was probably a better defender. Um... Different eras, man. We don't know. We don't know. I guess we'll we see. don't know. So, classic. Every time we do one of these segments, we'll uh, we'll run a 2K simulation of these players on our team. And the next time we're on the pod, we will let you know who won. And we'll have a running total. Whoever uh, whoever has the best record throughout the, rest of the, throughout the rest of the season. How does that sound? Okay. I can get on board with that. Wow. Perfect. 
Dude, my team's not going to score. No. Bill Russell's, like, low-key just might dominate me. You might, I mean, yeah. 2K's yeah. fucking cheese. It is. This is this is a 2K cheese lineup. Well, um, do you have any other clothing, closing thoughts, or should we uh, give it a sign-off? Yeah, one closing thought. Um, I really went through it the other night. Jack heard me. Went through a lot of um, different, like... Went through a billion different scenarios in my head and just had a bit of bit of a manic episode. Um, Bulls fans, it's time to press the panic button. It's time to worry. We just paid a guy a fucking max contract to go one for fourteen against the Orlando Magic in front of his wife and kid. Yeah, he's 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 baby. He's a little spoon after that one. Yeah, he is. I believe that was your vibe. That was my tweet. tweet. Yeah, five lights. It's a lot of lights. Yep, it's a lot of lights on Twitter. It is. Um, yeah, man, that shit was horrible. I literally wanted to throw up. I was literally wanted to cry and throw up everywhere. Um, I don't even know what we do. I'm definitely going to talk about some scenarios on the next podcast when we kind of talk about the status of the wolves and bulls. Yeah, yeah we'll, 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 we'll see how the, we'll see how the podcast quarter goes up. Well, that was our fourth quarter. Um, that was our podcast. Um, thank you for listening. Remember to find us on the internet at getoffthepine.com. You can find us on uh, Twitter and TikTok now. Uh, Get Off the Pine yep. or just Off the Pine NBA. You can find us on those applications. Um, thank you for listening. And remember, uh, there's no more riding the bench. It's Jack and Trigg. And we're Off the Pine. And Mark Everly and Jerry Einstorf should trade everyone. Blow it all up. Let's go for Weminyana. That's it.